Welcome to episode 277 of I Am Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Alrighty guys, welcome along to episode 277 of I Am Talk with Coach, I was just about to forget the show name mate, Coach John Newsom and Bevan James Oz, it's been a few weeks, how you been mate? It's been a few weeks, I might not quite have my A game today, but we're back in the studio. We've, we've got all the Audio Technica gear and it's pretty great, but we've, we've finally figured out because we had to get some new um, wires to get stereo jacks to work with the headphones, we've got the headphones on and it makes the sound quality really cool for you, but we're ultra sensitive sound quality for us mm. isn't it? So when I start hacking away, yeah, John's coughing away. ears yeah. are going to be ringing. Uh, actually, I'll turn you down a little bit right here. Here we go. <laughs> I talk is proudly brought to you by coffeesofhawaii.com with the world's most amazing coffee, athlinks.com, the best place to hang out with your cool athlete friends, and extreme endurance for extreme athletes like you. Okay, guys, in this week's show, we've got a bit coming up. It's a bit of a traditional show, to be honest. We have we've got a bit of news, we've got age grouper of the week, we've got a high five. Jeep, is it just an old website of the week? It's got plenty of news, plenty of results this week. Yeah, lots of results. They've been away for a few weeks and lots have been happening. So let's get into it. News this week. First of all, let's go through all the results of what's happened. So first race you got on the list here is the KMD Challenge Copenhagen. So that was held a couple of weeks ago. I think it might have been the first weekend I was away. And uh, second year for Challenge Copenhagen. And uh wouldn't say a massively deep field, but still uh, some good athletes there. Oh, you, have you done your piece on this one, mate? I have done my piece. Oh, good, because it's... Scroll it's down to the bottom of that page. Oh, right down the bottom, no, is it? No, well, the men are... The men are the men, uh, Tim Burkle. Tim Burkle took it out. He swam 49. He biked 4.28. And he ran 2.46 to take it out at 8.07. Nice. Uh, Keegan Williams, I think he might have been second last year as well. I think he was. Yeah. I, I tend to think he was, yeah. He uh, had fairly similar sort of splits, lost a little bit of time in the swim, swam 50 minutes, biked 4.32, lost four minutes there, and then ran 2.46 for an 8.12. That's a pretty good run. It is. It's, that's the thing. We all, you think <laughs> it's a bit short? It's 2.46. Those guys are good athletes, but they're not quite 2.46. So okay. I think it might be a little suspect there on the run. And then uh, Jens... Grand book from Denmark was in third place on the guy side of things. So, Wait, where's the elite woman? Uh, if you scroll, scroll it's at the bottom of the women's categories. Oh, there we go. Um, women's elite woman. And we have Rebecca Keat took it out. She took it in a time of eight fifty four. So another sub nine for Bex. So nice. To, I mean, and, and you look at often when you look at the the guys girls. We've said this before. You know that the hour mark is sort of the. If, if, they're, if they're more than an hour slower than the guys, you're sort of going, well, yep. either they've performed well or the guys haven't performed quite so well. But for her to do a sub nine on that course is, uh, is, is a really solid day. So good to see her back. And I think Dominic Dojo, Belinda Granger, 20 minutes behind her. Yes. Like Granger, she's a sharp athlete, not yeah. 20 minutes normally. But and surprisingly, a lot of that was done on the bike. Um, you know, on the run, uh, Rebecca Keat ran a 3.13 and Belinda Granger ran a 3.17. Normally you'd expect Belinda Granger to be smoking it on the bike and yeah. then often get a little bit dominated on the run but uh, she was a bit slow on the bike this year so not quite sure what's going on there and then Camilla Limhoen she came home in third swam 105 biked 505 and ran 311 so 
had she not had such a pants swim, she would have been right in the money. Her pants fell off, John. That's what happened. That's right. You know, if her pants had felt stayed on, she would have been sweet as broke. I'm just pulling out the races. Iron Man, Ford, Louisville. The Ford Iron Man, Louisville is. Oh, it's good to see Chris McDonald back. Down back in the winners' circle. Oh, good stuff. So that was on yesterday. Watched a, a tiny bit of that coverage. Uh, it was not uh, typically this race is extremely hot, uh, but it wasn't quite so hot. It was no, he's won this race before, hasn't he? He won it the first year. Yeah, uh, and he. He's had a really rough. He's kind of had an injury yeah. period, hasn't he? He's just and, and bad bad results. Um, yeah. So yeah, I remember when on Epic Camp last a uh, couple of weeks ago, Scott got an email from him and he, he had a really good uh, half Ironman result somewhere as well, and had a really good run running sort of shoulder to shoulder with Maddie Reed, I think. Yeah. So uh, then came up here, swam at 40, 51, 47, bite four thirty five, and then ran two fifty five. So just a good balanced race across the board for an 8.27 I think the course record there was 8.25 uh, so not as hot as normal apparently but apparently there's a little bit of breeze on the bike um, and it was it was reasonably close uh, Patrick Evo was in second place uh, he came home in a, with a 2.52 for an 8 hours 30 and then Justin Deere was in third in 8.34 what was interesting for me in this race is that's the top three pros next pro uh, in fourth place was 9 hours 20 wow so it's a massive gap it's almost an hour back between no about four, oh yeah almost an hour from back from Chris, from Chris. Yeah. but 40 you know nearly 40 minutes off uh, or 45 minutes off third place now the reason for that that the, the Wisconsin is not Wisconsin Louisville, Louisville. Is, yep. uh, it was a low point scoring race and it was only a $25,000 race. So, not so a lot what would of prize Chris money. get for winning that? I think when I looked it was about 4000 US. So, so it's not a huge amount of money, is it? So, you know, comparing that to say Ironman Canada, which we'll talk about in a moment, that uh, is a $75,000 prize pool race, 2,000 points. So a lot more motivation to go there for prize money and for points. And now Canada's points carry towards next year's race or do they go towards this no, year's race? No, they go to this year's race. Wow, mm. okay. So that, that's why you're going to see and and, and and this is the way that the, the system is evolving and, and personally I quite like it I mean it's not a strong elite field here but this is a, what you would classify as a third tier race and, uh, and for someone like Chris who's been off the off the ball you know over the last 18 months mainly through injury I think it was at first and obviously finding his feet again you know it's good for him for him and his sponsors to be winning races and that's the thing for sponsorship that doesn't really matter. Yeah. They don't probably don't really care. Man, what yeah, yeah, he'll yeah. get he'll get his picture in the paper. He'll get good coverage. Uh, so yeah, it's good for him. And uh, and I think he might even train with that guy that gets second. He definitely trains with uh, Justin, Justin Deere. Yep. So a bit of a bit of a trifecta for them there. Okay, and then Nina Kraft, um, forty three. Yes, forty three coming to win in. Uh, 938 but at 43 to still be winning I remember yeah. is pretty sharp what would be the oldest winner I know chicks would be different to men uh, that, I would imagine that would be starting to get get up there Karen Smyers she's she's getting yeah. on a little bit as well yeah she? but she, she only really tended to race Kona um, she must have qualified somewhere but yeah I don't know in terms of winning hmm be, be, be right up there statisticians are t- Torsten. Yep. Yep. Torsten Torsten get onto it get onto it that's the sweet time do some research for us so 43 great uh, 50, 50 minutes swim 5.22 on the bike and 3.19 on the run apparently she was starting to fade a bit towards the end uh, but the girl behind her Jackie Arndt um, is only 27 54 swim 5.22 on the bike and 3.18 on the run so as with the, the last race where I could see the girl that got third uh, could have sharpened up on her swimming skills had she swum a little bit quicker she could have been right in the money there's only a two minute gap uh, between first and second and then Stephanie Jones in third place and Marilyn McDonald has made it a comeback as well yes yeah. uh, so she uh, about sixth or seventh and then Hillary behind her in eighth 
And, and that was apparently um, Hilary Biscay's 50th Ironman. Really? And she hasn't been around that long, you know. Uh, well, probably about 2005. I, I don't don't know, but it hasn't it hasn't been that long. And to do that many Ironmans oh, in this sort of space... She's always been an animal, hasn't she? It's yeah. uh, pretty insane. We need to catch up. Hopefully she's in Kona again. We need to have another interview with her because we haven't really caught up for her in a while. No. It'll be interesting to get some insight. So that was uh, Ironman Louvre. Well done, everybody who finished there. It's been a bit, a bit of a good weekend for the show show listeners because Jordan Rapstar. Yes. took it out in Canada and, and, and Chris McDonald. And convincingly so. He dominated the dojo. 53-minute swim, 4.38 on the bike and... 2.53 on the run for an 8.28. This is a Subaru Ironman Canada. Well, just, just as a bit of a side note, if you're going and you're based on your hour, the girls are better than guys kind of thing, if you look at the first female pro, Mary Alice, she took it out in 9.03. Very solid. We'll talk about her in yeah, a moment because wow, that, that was impressive. But anyway, let's go back, let's go back Ooh, to Oh, I've lost my, my, yeah, my earphones yeah. there. We're back yeah, in we're now. Back, yeah, well, well. Um, let's go back to Jordan Rapstar because... Uh, so he had a bit of a lead uh, on the bike. Last year? He got second last year, didn't he? Uh, he, he, he did Arizona last year as well I remember that oh, he got sorry, uh, maybe second sorry, or third we there. Um, but he had a nice little lead coming off the bike about three minutes there was a group of three behind him which is Rhodesy Rhodesy fell off the radar there I'm not sure if he DNF'd or not uh, there was Rhodesy and uh, Bert Jammer and I think Abel Torsten uh, they came off about three minutes down and then Jordan um, already killed them on the bike he then proceeded to just pull gently away on the run and uh, 2.53 solid run split 8.28 that's a good time on the Canada course and then uh, Torsten Abel was second, and oh, they've updated the page for us, John. That was nice. They're just updating. Oh, great! And then they've ruined the page for us. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. Was Torsten someone? <laughs> yeah. yep. Torsten Abel was uh, second place. There we go. Bert Jammer in third. Forty-one. Bert Jammer in, in third. And as I said, this is uh, it's a it's a good prize money race. You know, if you look around. So what, would have, what would have Jordan got for that? I think it was twelve thousand US. I had oh, a look okay, yesterday. I think it's twelve. Big difference US. between four, isn't it? Mm, very yeah, big difference yeah. um, for a pro athlete, and. It, it's not a you know whilst the names here, I've got the girls, girls. Yeah. whilst the names there are not a lot of big hitters. You know you look at the depth of the top ten there. It's it's a lot lot closer than what you see at most other Ironman races around the world. But you haven't got the real top ten Kona big hitter names there. But it was pretty strong. You know he had well, Jason Shortest in there as well. And well, I think the thing that's, that's interesting now is that you've got to look at it and you've got to go well. Someone like Chris McDonald who probably could have turned up to Canada and probably pulled off top five. Mm. You know I, I, if, if yeah if not being if, very close to the win. You know, yeah on his yeah day. totally on his day. And then, so he looks at the races and goes, well, I could probably turn up to somewhere like Louisville, pretty high chance of winning, you know. Mm. Well, you know, he didn't win convincingly, but, you know, like, he's got a pretty good chance. Canada, there's a less chance of winning, but still, it's going to be a better reward. Mm. How do you determine that? Like, at the end of the day, does he go, I'm going to make more money from my sponsors because of winning an Ironman race, or do I go for a better paying race? Well, it's pretty a bit of a no-brainer. I think uh, I think that they probably know better than us what's going to get them better exposure in the in terms of the magazine, in terms of online. Yeah. Um, and for him, maybe he just made that choice. For him, it might have also been a confidence thing. You know, he knows that he's won on that course. He knows he'll get good coverage leading into the race. So we always think about the post-race coverage, but also you've got to think about the lead-in coverage. He would have been, you know, one of the hot names on everybody's lips leading into that race. So I think uh, he would have benefited a lot more than that, say, than what he would at Canada when there was maybe say four or five five guys that would have probably been sharing that the limelight there he would have certainly been one of the big hitters prior to the race well back to Canada Mary Ellis totally dominant dojo winning by over 30 minutes and what is more impressive here is this is his her third Ironman and I think 
eight weeks, and really? she's won all three in convincing fashion. Well, this is stupidly fast because Canada's not a f- traditionally a fast, fast race. Yeah. You know, like it's normally eight twenty to eight thirty for the guys. Mm-hmm. You know, so for her to come close to nine hours in a nine oh three, that's that's a phenomenal effort. Isn't it, it is. So fifty three minute swim, four fifty four on the bike, and three twelve on the run for nine oh three. So she's shot up the rankings. Um, so we'll talk about later the the Kona cutoff is. Uh, tomorrow or the next day it's August 31st so she's shot up the rankings it'll be interesting to see if she does Kona she's got to be pretty tired after doing three Ironman races in uh, in eight weeks so daughter's just come in hello Tyler she just waves she doesn't want to talk to the audience like <laughs> um, so very impressive performance um, Kim Lofter coming at second in a 9.34 so it was miles back yeah good run as you always expect from Kim Lofter she came home at a 3.10 run so fastest women's run split and then Meredith Kessler in 9.37 so I find it interesting um, because Mary Beth Ellis is uh, team TBB um, when Brett started honestly John I think it's the first time you've ever got that right yes well done I'm, I'm proud of you mate because it's normally just you. team BB to you but it's team TBB gold star for me gold star um, put that on the fridge is you know when, when we Brett, we talked to Brett Sutton about you know someone like Chrissy Wellington sort of burning matches by really pushing it in races yeah. and going for course records Surely Mary Beth Ellis, you know, three Ironmans in eight weeks, that's got to be doing some ter- something to your long-term jeopardy and in, in how long you can stay in the sport, I, I would imagine. Well, and the thing is, is if, you know, if anything, she can't have been taking it easy in this race. No. You know, like... She, you know, she had it one coming off the how bike. How would you go in Kona? Well, I don't think she'll be a contender for the win, um, but she's certainly a contender for top ten, if not top five. Yeah. Um, but I would suspect, as I said, I think she'll be a little bit tired after doing all three. But she's she's in the, she's she's qualified now. Um, How many so weeks to Kona is it? I don't know, seven, something like that probably. What, when do we go over? I need to put that in my diary. I was looking at my diary, so wait, Kona's not in there. <laughs> okay then, so what other races have we got here, John? We was... also had uh, Challenge Vici. Is that the one here? No, um, we'll come to that one in a moment. Okay. Challenge Vici is, I think, that one there. That's the one no, that's the one up. you just pulled up. <laughs> that's no good. Challenge VT would be this one here. Challenge okay, Vici. Stephen Bayless took it out. Team TBB's had a bloody good weekend, John. That, that, was, that was the last weekend we were in France. So it was uh, not last weekend, just yep. been the weekend before. But uh, first time they've had Challenge VT. I suspect they might have had a half there last year. I'm not quite sure on that. I should have done my piece. But I tell you what. It was a Where is very, Vici, John? It's in France. Okay. Um, it was a very, very hot day because uh, this was the same day that we were finishing uh, Epic Camp. Oh, okay. And when we were rolling into Lyon, it was uh, 38, 39 degrees oh, centigrade, really? which is over, well over 100 degrees Fahrenheit. It was insanely hot. And where this race was held was not that far from Lyon. 38 degrees. Yeah. And so they had to race in that. It was a non-wetsuit swim. Um, and to, the reason why I know, I know about this, we were at Lyon Airport uh, flying home. And I said to I was, Scott and I were just sitting down having a little bit of food before the flight. I said, oh, there you go, somebody with a challenge bag on yep. their backpack. And, uh, and I thought, oh. Sort of wander yeah. over, and the person was did, getting. Did on. you pull out? I'm John Newsom from I Am Talk. No, well, no, I didn't. But uh, well, you I, probably didn't get to. And uh, and then we were over by a flight, and this person was also getting on our flight as well. Uh-huh. And they uh, came over to get sunk out at Scott, and I was sitting next to the vending machine. I was I was munching away on Maltesers, yeah. Yeah, and as uh, you do. and he came over, and I said, "Oh, did you do challenge um, Vici. challenge Vici uh, at the weekend?" He said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And uh, and then I figured out it was a Kiwi, and it was actually Jamie White. Oh. Oh, okay. Who finished who in third, third place. place. Okay, and uh, the first thing he said, yeah, I got smoked in the swim. It was a non-wetsuit swim. Oh, um, okay. So he got dominated in the swim. And his splits, the rest of his splits were Because Jamie won Challenge Wanaka, didn't he? He did, yep. yes. Yep. Uh, his splits weren't that 
different to Stephen Bayliss, except he just got absolutely smoked in the swim. So Stephen Bayliss, uh, good to see him back. He's a father now, Stephen Bayliss. Bella had a baby oh, really? recently. Bella baby? Yeah, a re- <laughs> fairly recent in the last uh, month or so, I think. So he's... Uh, Taking home some bacon to the baby to make wow. sure the baby can be fed for a few weeks. So I wonder how long Bella will be out for. Don't probably knows. two days on Bella. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he came home in eight forty-five. Mm. Second place was uh, Timu Limitala from Finland in eight forty-nine, uh, and Jamie White was eight fifty-two. Yeah, so it's coming from the chicks easy enough. You know, just go like yeah, this. Yeah, you just go like that. But yeah, incredibly hot days. Non wetsuit swim that, that that guys like Jamie White really suffered with, and uh, then and, and very, Stephen very hasn't hard. had a win in a while, so it would be nice for him just to get a podium, oh, yeah. you know, get that win because it's been a couple of years since he's had a nine and, distance. And win. the thing with the challenge races are they're pretty, they're better. They're, they look after you, eh? They're, well, they're also they're good prize money, and uh, yep. it's it's probably not the same as like your top tier uh, WTC races, but for your standard Ironman, it's it's generally better prize money. Okay, then we had Amy Marsh took out females in nine forty four. She Good solid racing. Yep, against uh, Juliette Benedico in second in ten oh one, and Jana Kandrova in third in ten twelve. Did you have a big day on Epic Camp on that day? We did. We biked home, and it was uh, hundred and hundred eighty two k's, I think, um, with the Col de Grand Colombier and uh, another Col. It was quite funny on the way back. Yeah, basically, we had about fifty k of flat, and then I said, "Guys, this climb is by far the hardest we've done on the whole camp," and it was. Yeah. And uh, and then we came over the other side, and I said, after that, uh, you know, I didn't really notice too much in the car. On the on our profile map, it, it showed that we were going up over a thousand meters again. And uh, we came off this climb and had a bit of flat, and then we were just climbing for ages. It was pretty easy climbing, but the guys kind of looked at me and sort of said, "How did you not notice this in the car?" Um, and but then we came off the final coal, and then the last fifty, sixty k's were into Leon, and that's when it was just insanely hot like oh, it was really? so hot you know a lot of guys ran out of fluids i still had some fluids but they were so hot you didn't want to drink them like uh, I, t- I tried a couple okay. of times and you just gagged on it mm. it was not fun you stopped well, over to shop and get a drink or well, you couldn't at sunday in france you see they're not open sunday. on sunday nothing's open on sundays really why and so uh it's just different from the way that it is in france and then we wow. luckily about 15k to go i managed to spot a, a, a petrol station that had some vending machines so we went over to them and uh, melina myself and klaus managed to find some coins and just had a little drink and did you share with the rest they, they some, some of them just kept on going which was absolutely fine <laughs> no problem with that more for you yes <laughs> we also had the european triathlon uh long distance championships now the the distances are different here what are they john it's a 4k swim 120k bike and a 30k run now you think it's fair i do think it's a lot fairer although it would be a lot fairer if they actually made the 4k swim a 4k swim oh back it up john uh so he's a fast swimmer i find it somewhat surprising yeah that, that most ironman swims are around about the sort of 46 to 48 minutes uh, yep. you get the add on a couple hundred metres here and the guy's still swimming 47 46, 47 minutes so maybe I'm in a bad swimmers maybe they are yeah. um, doesn't carry a huge amount of prestige that the European long distance champs the short distance champs is, is a big deal yep. but I think the guys that are serious about doing long distance the pros are generally going to be doing um, Ironman or challenge races so um, it's still a title and um, Mikel Blanchard from Spain took it out in 5.33 from Jano Haast. He, I've talked about him before. He came out to Christchurch a few years in, in 5.37. And Peru Alfaro San 
Ildefonso was third in 8.38, and he was 32nd in front of the old glove man, or the big man. Sorry. The big man, yeah, Pete Vabrusic. And then on the girl side of things, I'm just pulling it up, it'll be two seconds, we'll be here. Yeah. Girl side of things, who took it out, Jombo? Camilla. Camilla Pedersen was first from Denmark in 6.10, Michelle Vesterby in second in 6.15, and Iwa Bolgol from Poland in 6.37. Now, if you bring up the show notes, what we need to note here is... Hotel. How Tao was the first age grouper across the line, 5.53. His bike and run time were very, very competitive with the, his bike, especially was very competitive with the, the, the top elite guys. He got spanked in the swim. He swam 58 versus most of the guys swimming sort of 48. Yep. But had he raced elite, he would have been uh, would have been fairly competitive. And so good on How Tao. He ran two, out, two hours for How Tao, so that's four-minute Ks, so it's... Pretty solid. Nice, good work. Pretty solid. Coming up this weekend, we've got the Canadian 226. We've got the Sado International Triathlon. We've got the Colleen 226 and the Polska Triathlon. Polska Triathlon Poland. So, no, I think that is us done and dusted for – no, it's not. I was going to say done and dusted for Ironman races between now and Kona, but we've still got a couple. We've got Wisconsin, Wisconsin yeah. and there might be one or two others. But those races will be qualifying athletes for the So the cutoff happens now. The cutoff happens today or tomorrow or within the next week. Yep. So now we know who's going to be going to Kona, basically. We do. And do they uh, have a list on the site yet? They do. So good um, on good on WTC. It seems to be updated. There are where few, is it? You didn't, you didn't send me the link through. Well, I, I didn't think about that until today. Oh, wait, well, have a look at that. Because you can go on there and see who has qualified. Now, what you need to know is some people have declined. Let's say Erica Chomo or Cosmo or whatever, um, however we pronounce her surname, is uh, declined. We also need to look uh, a few athletes like Chrissy and... Miranda Carfrey, uh, they have got the, the, they're automatically through. They had to do an Ironman to qualify to to validate their um, spot. Uh, so it goes the girls. So things go, goes a little bit go KPR. KPR. Okay. Um, so mm. it looks on the girls' side of things that it's actually rolled down as far as place number 40. 30, 34. Oh, was it? I thought it was only twenty five girls that uh, qualified. Oh, okay. So these people are still deciding. When it looks to no, sorry, I tell a lie. It's gone down to place thirty one. So, so what is in the Q stands for qualified? Qualified, I would imagine. And why? Why have we got numbers next to Joe Lawn? Because that is their, their actual placing. Um, when you take out the declined and you take out the uh, automatic so Joe, qualified, so Joe, Joe Lawn is not going according wow. to this list. So the last person to qualify was in thirty first place. Ooh, um, Uli Broom from USA, and she got 4,870 points. So wait a second, how many chicks are going to be there, John? 25. 25. Well, it'll be 25 plus two, I think, so it'll probably be 27. And they gave a, a free entry to Batman? No, they didn't. We'll, oh. we'll bring that up later. Oh, I thought they did. No, no, they didn't. We'll, we'll, we'll clarify that in a moment. Okay. So, yeah, <laughs> I would say from looking at this list, it seems like Joe Lawn is the only... Oh, no, oh, Brenda Granger. Granger. Um, and I don't think that... Nina Craft. I'm just looking down the names. Rebecca Keat. Yes, but she doesn't race that many. Most of the, the people that are going to be in the top five... Uh, well, Rebecca Keat could have been a top fiver. Well, she could be, but she hasn't been in the last couple of years. Well, she so. was when she got disqualified. Mm. Nah. She should have raced more WTC. If she wanted to go, she, she, she knows the rules. No, she, but... but Keat on her day could have been a top five athlete. 
You don't believe that, do you, John? Not the, not the moment, not in current form. She just won a race and she did like nine hours. <clears throat> just my belief, Bevan. You were giving her all this praise. It was. It was she a had a great race. race. It was a great race. But top five in Kona, mate. You, you, well, she's done it before. A big well, I don't think she's quite quite at, at that same yeah, level. Yeah, but okay. Would I rather have a cat race? No, no. Would I rather have a race where Rebecca Keat was in it or Yuli Bromi? Hey, Yuli's fa- fantastic. She had a good season. Um... <laughs> But uh, sorry, Yulia, I didn't mean to pick on you there. But the year that she got fifth or whatever was the year that she went like eight thirty-five and wrote. Still, she like I don't anyway, know. I, you, you know, I, you, I like the system. I like the new system. So well done, WCC. Well, I, I, yeah, I think, I I think, I think the system's good, but I don't see why we. You know, maybe they need more than tw- it, it, twenty-five. It needs, it needs some tweaking. Um, but but hey, I think it's uh, they're on the right path. I think one thing that a couple of people have suggested that I quite like the idea is if if you win an Ironman race, you get an automatic slot. Quite like that. Someone rule. said that. Yeah, the mm. running man said it. Yeah. Mm. So quite like that rule. So yeah, if you want to check it out, but you then how many Ironman now? No, that's, that's not going to work. It's only about. No, that's fine. Because because that no. you know the people that are going to win Ironman are generally going to generally going to be in the top twenty five anyway. So well, I don't know about that. We could keep one Ironman, didn't she? Did she? Do, do you please? Yeah, do you please? She's on five, John. No. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, it's up there now. So the girls' side of things, uh, yeah, the last place went to Uli, and on the guys' side of things, what I found. Sam Warner got in. Tim Warner did get in, did she? I wasn't yeah, sure. Yeah, she was she was second to last place. Okay. Um, what I found interesting on the guys' side of things is somehow um, Terenzo Bazzoni um, got invited. He's, he's declined because he's injured, but he was ranked. he's currently ranked 58th. And yeah, somehow prior to the weekend, he was uh, inv- prior to the 70.3 European champs, he was invited to go. Um, so I'm not quite sure how that worked out. So he, he got an invitation? Yeah, so he, w- he would have been the last spot, but that ended up rolling down to Marco Albert. So he's probably, Marco Albert probably uh, saying, Terenzo, good on you. Uh, so, so is Terenzo injured, is he? He is injured. Oh. So last spot in the guys went to Marco Albert, and he was ranked in 60th place. So a few people above him declined, guys like Courtney Ogden, Roman Guillaume, Chris um, McDonald, Jason Justin, Justin Deere, James Kanana. Bert Jammer. Yeah, so a number of people declined. You'll also Jordan Rapp declined. You'd also have... Uh, say you're not going. Craig Alexander has uh, got an automatic qualifying spot. You've also got, say, Chris McCormick will be in there somewhere. He's he's not racing. And uh, Interesting, I got an email a while ago, and this is total speculation, so hearsay. Yeah. Allegedly, Mecca wasn't even, even if he wasn't going to do the Olympic race this year, apparently he's been paid so much to do the Kings race that he wasn't even probably going to do Corner Corner, Corner anyway. Right. It's just hearsay. It's yeah. putting it out there, John. Yep. Well, yeah. I'm not one to gossip, but yeah, I just did. <laughs> well, he's, he's, he had that. He also has all this TriStar business that he's doing. So I think... So he's obviously, he's just capitalising. Yeah. Got the win. Yeah. <laughs> Who needs Kona? Well, he, hasn't got, he hasn't got anything to prove anymore in Kona. He's, he's won it um, from a, from a yeah, running yeah, race. He's, yeah. run, he's won it in, in different scenarios. He's had... Uh, Ken Brown's in. Ken Brown's in. Good yes. to see. He's going to win it. This is his year, John. He got to 15th place. He was way down the rankings a while ago. He's got up to 15th place. Consi- well, yeah. Considering New Zealand's got no points in it. Mm. So there you go. So those are your Kona qualifiers. Okay, so I suppose if we looked year. on the men's list, who are the names that were totally shocked didn't make it? Well, again, I don't, have, I don't really feel there's anybody there that would have a significant impact on the race oh, other than... No Ter- Keats, no un- Rebecca Keats. Other than Terenzo Bazzoni, but he's injured anyway. So um, you take him out of the equation... Matty Reid, untested at Ironman distance. Uh, outside of that, you know, 
Yeah, you don't, you've got some guys who are good. They might be sort of top 25 guys, but nobody who's really going to be threatening that uh, that top tier. Guy Crawford was down there in 70 place, 70th place. I suppose the question I have at the end of the day, I, I do like the system. It makes it kind of interesting and it's kind of cool. But the thing is, how many did they used to take? I think it was 150. Okay, males or altogether? Don't know. Maybe altogether. Okay. Know. okay. But now it's down to... 50, well, 75. Basically, it's half. It's okay. Ballpark, it, let's say it's half. Why is the race better? Because we haven't got these other guys in it. Well, that, that don't impact on the race at all. You I know, know me, me racing as a pro in Kona that was a waste of time. Was a waste of time <laughs> in terms of being there as a pro. Uh, and, and I would rather see those slots being distributed to. So um, you see the benefit in the age, age groupers will get those slots. Mm, mm. Okay, yeah, and I think for the. It almost for the, for the pros that were going in those places that I, I for me it was just going because right I've got to go to Kona you've got to go do it but financially for those pros they're better off not being there they're better off going and doing another race elsewhere because they're going to get what about the up and coming athlete who could gain experience in this race oh they can just go race somewhere someplace else oh, okay <laughs> if, if you're not in the top fifty you're, you're in a hard ass mood today if, you are if you if you can't get in the top fifty um, you're not at that level of development I don't think. Okay. So there you go. Bugger off. Bugger off. Bugger go and do something else. You're dead to us. You're yeah, dead waste to us. of space. You're a waste of space. <laughs> uh, well, Mike, uh, we actually got quite a few emails about this one. Mike uh, Threadgold. Am I allowed to see the computer screen? Oh, well, why don't you push your notes on that well, one? Well, uh, you, you, you can. Uh, it's no, very, very slow. No, no, I can't. John's got a PC. He's come around to my house and he's whinging. He's brought his, he's brought his PC work. with him and it doesn't work. And now he's saying, I've, I've anti PC my house. And <laughs> I would if I could, I tell you. Um, but we, one thing we got a lot of the emails is that um, the WTC CEO what's his name Mike Andrew someone Andrew's yeah someone mm-hmm. last name someone um, he's been tweeting he's got a twit account and he's, he's been a little bit more active in, mm-hmm. in the communication with the community and they asked he did put out a tweet and it was one of his first tweets because at that stage he only had like 10 followers mm-hmm. and I think he's got a few more now but he's going we are considering changing part of the lottery system process in 2012 to give long term loyal athletes a chance at racing Kona thoughts so obviously he wanted you guys to go back and to be honest John I just think they listen to our show I do yes you know yeah. like, to be honest because how long have we've been talking about this for yeah it was our right. brilliant idea it was probably one of our listeners brilliant ideas no okay well, oh, well no yeah okay the community the community so next time mike um next time andrew can you just put thanks i am talking your tweet yes you know that's all we want you know we don't ask for much it's it's i think it's really good to see that they're actually listening it may not happen straight away and it may not be how everybody sort of wants it to how, how we want it to happen but uh you know what they're heading one of those in the right direction where you can't make every, you can't be everyone no. happy all the time but this is something that we've talked about for a long time, and mm. I think it's so important. If you've got to hit someone who's done 10 Ironmen somewhere mm. around the world, you know, give them a Kona slot. Don't give them a Kona slot, but give them, at least give them the chance to have a, a very good, a much better chance at getting them. Oh, getting I one. give them. No. There's oh. not enough spaces on Kona. Well, well, how many people have done 10 Ironmen? Have you? No, I think there'd be more than you. you, you yeah, realize. but you're okay. Once you've done your 10, you get two years to use it. Yeah, no, you there's got to be no, some sort of you're system wrong, no, you're wrong. I'm, 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 I'm disagreeing I'm right. <laughs> actually one thing I will talk about I was, I was speaking to someone this is a more hearsay I've got some queen today John be careful with the hearsay there's lawyers out yeah, there Bevan no but if you say allegedly no, I don't think so, <laughs> so allegedly <laughs> no I was talking to someone who, who, who met someone within WTC someone and someone yeah <laughs> A friend of a friend. No, but they brought up a really good point. And, and I know we were really hard on it. Well, no, I don't think. Well, I think we're pretty objective towards, mm. you know, things they're doing. We'll give them praise when they deserve it. We'll also pull them up when we feel they need it. And they were saying that uh, they, they were dealing with someone who had a 
I don't really want to give too much information away, but basically the end message was WTC, one of the problems is, is they've just grown so fast. Mm. And in, you know, you know, 10 years ago, they probably would never foresee where they are right now. And, and one of the downfalls of, of growing so fast is that, you know, they haven't really scaled with it as well. And some of the problems that they're dealing with right now are just coming down to the fact that the business has gone way quicker than they thought they have. And they're obviously trying to utilize that, but maybe not necessarily made the most of that, you know, handled that scaling as well as they could have. Well, and they've totally changed the business model going from a franchise business to running races. And man, it is a lot of work running races, yeah. big, big races. And you're sure they'll be subcontracting that, but it's, it creates a huge layer of administration. Yeah. So so I suppose, you know, while we give them a hard time, it's partly because the success is their problem. Mm. So just, you know, actually, there's a bit of a love towards them. There you go. And another success story for them was um, Melbourne Ironman, uh, what is it, the Asia five Pacific Championship. Five minutes and five seconds. Now, this is just crazy. Um, That's crazy, John. You know five, what it is? It's crazy. Is it five minutes and five seconds or five, five yeah, seconds? five minutes and five That's seconds. It's a world record. To, to sell out the race. And... You know what was funny? People were complaining about the price going, oh, I don't know if we'll sell out. It's too expensive. Yeah. <laughs> so it's gone. It's over $1,000 New Zealand yeah. to do the race. Crazy. It's um, a lot of money, isn't it? So great. Going to be another race. What's going to be interesting from my point of view is I would say a huge proportion of those people that have entered that race and... I don't know what the entry level is, probably about 2,000, something like that. Yep. I would imagine most of them are probably either entered in Ironman New Zealand or entered in Ironman Australia. So I wonder well, if those that's states going to be interesting to see if next... Oh, so you think they're going to try to pull out of that race? Well, they, 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 they just won't pull out. or when, when is Melbourne? Uh, end of March. Okay. So it sort of goes Ironman New Zealand, um, New Melbourne race, and then Ironman Australia. So... Either I mean WTC is going to going to win out of it because those people have paid all the entry fees, but um, there's a lot of people that missed out Ironman New Zealand, missed out on Ironman Australia. It'd be interesting to see if those people can pull out, whether they get any refund or not, and whether they can reallocate those spaces to people that have missed out. It's early enough in the game that they they can do it. Well, I think the other interesting thing is to watch next year. So like Ironman New Zealand up until last year would never sell out. You don't even get mm. about 1,200 1, athletes to 1,300, and then last year all of a sudden, bang! You know, it sold out all mm. of a sudden really quickly, and it was a bit of a surprise for us Kiwis. And then, so you kind of look now that they've added this another Ironman race to the, you know, is the pool of athletes big enough to sustain three sold out races mm. or are we going to find that New Zealand will go back to what it was in the past? I think you'll probably find it will probably still be sell outs. I don't think it'll be quite as quick maybe. Yeah. Um, so one, one interesting thing we had from a guy on Epic Camp, Randy, he was... Uh, oh, Randy, that's Randy. a great name. And he, he, Randy. He was, How you uh, feeling, mate? Randy. He, he got called Rusty as well by the masseuse. Oh, nice. Rusty. Uh, he... Entered Ironman New York and got in there. Oh wow! And what he did that one there also sold out in yeah. like it must have been five, five minutes, ten, or six seconds, ten, ten minutes or whatever. Yeah. But it's so hard. I mean, I haven't experienced this. It's so hard to get onto the site um, to be able to enter. Oh, what that's he frustrating. Did, he um, he closed his office down. He's got a lot of office stuff. I don't know how many people. Well, all his office five staff times. to get on. He, he said, "Right, everybody, here we go. <laughs> go onto this website." And uh, whoever gets onto the entry page first, this is the details you need to put in. And he got them all on there and he got in. Did he get entered more than once? No, he only got entered once because you've got to get through to a certain – apparently you get through to a certain process and then you're in the queue. And uh, if you're in the queue, you're sweet. But a friend of his, if if you're not registered with active.com because that fills in all your details automatically – his friend, he got into the queue somehow, and he was filling. In, he had to fill in all his details. And his, his browser went down. And no, and and then 
he managed to lose his place in the queue somehow because he was he had to fill in all the details while other people were leapfrogging him because they had they were oh, already so now you're starting to stuff up your typing and and so he missed out. Oh. <laughs> so is there a better system? I don't know if there is. It's it's a it's, hard one that one, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, well done to um, Austra- uh, the new race in Australia. It's going to be good. Yeah. There's also going to be a new race next year in. Don't put no, that out there. No. Well, I'm, I'm, someone was suggesting we should go to the Olympics. Wow. You be keen on that? <laughs> I wouldn't be complaining. <laughs> uh, I, there's going to be a new race in Sweden. Uh, Ironman Sweden. Oh, happening, well, John. There's going to be a new race everywhere. It's uh, the former. The formerly used to be called the Kalmar Triathlon, which we've talked about from time to time. But they've, they haven't quite officially announced it yet. But they've got a memorandum of agreement or something like that for there to be uh, a first ever Ironman in Sweden next year. So that's going to be cool. Another piece of news that uh, that I saw come up that was interesting, the Phuket 70.3, which is the Asia-Pacific um, 70.3 Championships, now has Kona slots, so it's got 30 Kona slots. Which is which is understandable, isn't it? They're trying to have these championships. Trying know, to lure trying. people into it. There's a lot of people not happy about it because they obviously want those slots going to Ironman races and, you know, the argument why why how the hell can you qualify for Kona when you've only done a seventy point three and you haven't done an Ironman? Yep. But um, to be honest, if you're gonna if you're gonna get like thirty slots over all the Asia divisions, so it's probably one or two slots per age, yeah, yeah. You're pretty sharp if you're gonna win a seventy point three champs mm. And so the only other seventy point three races now that have slots are St. Croix, which is a, a very, very long standing race, and also the Kona seventy point three. Which John's uh, which taking the camp to next year. <laughs> I'm qualifying, baby. I'm qualifying. <laughs> Linda, I'm going to Kona in yeah. May, and then I'm going to go back in yeah. October. <laughs> we do every two years, but you have to qualify. I'm interested, actually. If I, I, I don't know what sort of shape I'll be in, but um, you'd have a pretty good chance, wouldn't you? Have to win your age group. I don't know. I don't know how competitive it is over there. So interesting times ahead. Wow. Okay, then uh, that's pretty much our news. The sponsor, Sandy, sent us for an email. John, tell me about it. There's some. This is this is not speculation. It's um, it's not speculation. Advance warning. It's, it's not hearsay. So Extreme Endurance are going to have a new drink coming out called cool. Execute. You're going to execute um, it. So it's going to be in stock in October, um, and it's going to be introduced at Eurobike and Interbike. Do we know much about Execute? Um, no, but we just know it's going to be oh, an awesome I want to know what sports it is, John. drink. Uh, so, so it's a sports drink, you know that? Yes. And, do you uh, know that? I do know that, oh. yep. So it's going to be awesome. So that's coming out, uh, so start uh, keeping a lookout for that. And the other one that um, they wanted to let us know about was uh, automatic delivery is available to I Am Talk listeners. Oh. Um, when ordering online, choose the automatic delivery box, and when checking out, put the code Admin, a, uh, A-I-A-D-I, or A-D, I am talk, and, and you receive an even greater discount than normal. Automatic delivery is normally 10%, but using the um, ad I am talk gives you an even greater percent of 20% discount Great. for automatic delivery. You save time and money on your product when it is shipped, and no strings attached. You can cancel anytime if you want to, um, but why would you want to? Well, once you start using it, you get the benefits, you're going to go OMG. Mm. Do you know what that means, John? Oh my God! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you will, and then you go. I need to get this happening every month of my life, and so you go to what is it? Xendurance.com, and you put an ADIM talk, and you get twenty percent discount forever. LOL. It's <laughs> how I laughed out loud for you. Yes, there. very good. So there you go. Extreme endurance. Um, buffer your lactic acid and reduce your post. Training soreness with extreme. You are endurance. such a teenager, mate. You really are. I'm going to put the um, Facebook page, John Bo. So tell me, tell me what we're talking about this week. Uh, so what did we have last time? We had last time. I can't even remember. It was probably about three or four did weeks you ago. Did you show it yet? Uh, no, uh, no. I put it on the Facebook page though. 
Okay, we had a, this is the week there. Here we go. Discussion of the week. Would it be a good idea for the regional IM Championships, e.g. Frankfurt, Melbourne, to become the main qualifiers for Kona with lots of slots? And to qualify for the regional IM, you need to have done a relatively easily qualifying time in the last three to five <coughs> years. All other IM men's would only have one to three spots per age group. So I'm pulling up the Facebook page, the Facebook story. Here we are, Jumbo. So am I. Uh, it's a marvellous idea because... Um, not many people commented, but... Yeah, it did. Really? It's not much. It was about 30-odd, I thought. Yeah, normally we get like 60 nowadays. Oh, rubbish. We Bevan, how many times have I told you not to exaggerate? <laughs> no, you've got to say, I've told you a million times, <laughs> don't exaggerate. Right, I'm on it. We've got 25 comments. <laughs> okay, 20, 25, yeah, not that many. Yeah. And most of them are one-worders, let's be honest. Okay, anyway, so what have we got? Gary Fagan, no. No. Uh, Cameron Bremer, yes. yes. <laughs> That's the end of the discussion. There we go. <laughs> Right, this week's discussion is... <laughs> okay, uh, Anthony Stevens. Uh, I don't think so. I like the fact that people can choose the race they like the best to qualify for Kona. Uh, Paul called it, yes, Kona should be the only goal. Uh, this will help make the regional races more prestigious in goals in themselves. Oh, Tim Porter's kind of gone, yes, but he's also said, but the regional champs should be rotate through to various locations in the regions to allow better accessibility, mm-hmm. which is kind of nice, but I don't think it will happen. Yep, uh, the Rapster who took out uh, hey, Ironman Canada this tight, weekend. Tight. I think the regional champs should become, for the pros, are the world champs. Ironman Hawaii should just become that. I doubt oh. it'll ever happen, but it uh, seems strange to me that in order to be a world champ, you have to perform well in hot, humid conditions in ocean swim and on a reasonably flat but windy course. Kona will always be Kona. It doesn't need to be the world champs, but I like your suggestion too. At the very least, it would start to make other races more important. Right now, it's Kona. Uh, and everything else, which is bad for everyone, uh, in my humble opinion. Well, anyway. and you look at like Melina. Melina got Kona once, mm-hmm. but you know, like if, if the world champs were in different locations, you could argue that Melina would have got more champs. Yeah, and Chris McCormick also sort of said the the same thing that for the for the bigger guys, you know, um, yeah. Kona is 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 really difficult on the run. Yeah, yeah. So it's a really good. Yeah, we want to talk more about that one, don't we, John? Mm. Maybe we'll talk use it for this week's discussion. Mm. <laughs> Maybe Steve Richards. He's got. I'm with Tim on this one. It's a yes, but only if the venues rotated around the regions. It sets up a, a athlete pathway with multiple goals rather than the win-lose Kona qualification scenario. For a first-time Ironman wanting to race locally, Ironman should be a three-year plan. Plenty of scope to hit your local event in a non-championship year. Uh, James Hotel, with the increasing competitiveness and age group at times, it is inevitable inevitable that the racing will go the way of the pros with more slots at regional races and less at other races it'll make for better racing and strategic race selection oh Matt Warnock he's going a bit different he's saying what's with all the changes if it ain't broke don't fix it John it is is broken was the, the system really that broke given the ever increasing popularity of triathlon Ironman and especially Kona I'd have to say not uh, a better solution would be two days oh, uh, who is Craig this? Kirkwood a yeah, better solution would be two days of racing in Kona women on Saturday men on Sunday uh, 1500 slots on each day only issue might be accommodation in Kona a minor detail well that's always been my I, I, I think I originated that idea okay, so when WTC do that one I can claim it okay. just WTC all we want is just a thanks I am talk okay, just a little bit of that you know, you just goes both ways Craig Bright I'll finish off for him I don't see why they create new races and also make them area champs only fear if they make long standing tri- Ironman triathlon races 
our selection races and move the selection races around venues every few years? Shouldn't they just support the race directors, I think there's to see some more, uh, that have already stood by and developed the brand? That's a really good point. Sounds like I'm in New Zealand is getting less pros, less PR, less money and less support despite being the longest standing international races. Mm. Which is a pretty good point, isn't it? Yes. They're not, you know, it's not really showing loyalty to... Mm. Okay. But I suppose they're starting to own all the events now. Mm. So they're like, well, so I think you've got the, the main reason why this has got to be... John, your it, thoughts. It's got to be addressed is because there's so many new races. Um, there's only so many slots. We can't just go at it, just say, oh, right, just chuck in more slots. It's, it's well, unless a, they do a two-day thing. Yeah, that's never going to happen. Well, you don't it's, know. It's not going to happen. They've got a lot of money, John. Anyway. They can, um, build, they can build an Ironman hotel. So you've got to think, you know, each Ironman race, uh, there's what, there's uh, probably about 20 age groups, I'd imagine. Oh yeah, probably. 20, so that's you know. Yeah. If you, if you, oh, ten? No. Well, no. You got the, the twenty. Be a fifty the, the, the twenties. You got the twenties, the thirties, the forties, the fifties, the sixties. So you got ten age groups both sides, roughly. Okay. Uh, yep, so right. you got about twenty, about about twenty age group slots. Even if you only put one age group, uh, one slot per age group at every race, that's twenty slots per race anyway. And a lot of it, like. Um, a lot of races only got 30 slots, so that, that might just bolster up a little bit in the 40 age groups. So I think it's a model they've got it. This is why I came up with the idea. I think it's a model they've just got to take. Again, just, it's just non-negotiable. Just it's non-negotiable. And I think it's, it looks like it's the way they're heading anyway. They do have a lot more slots at, say, Germany. I think there's 150 slots versus, um, you know, uh, I'm in Western Australia where there might be 30 or 50 So slots. at this stage, are, are there any races where there's no slots? No. Not yet? No. But that's going to happen, isn't it? I've suggested it is, but I don't think it will because you've always gone on about this oh. selling the <laughs> sell, no no selling <laughs> the dream. Yeah, that's true. So I suspect that it won't. I suspect that races like Ironman New Zealand, um, other races that you know, Ironman New Zealand a few years ago had eighty slots. That I think that'll drop down to say thirty or forty. Well, the different model is now. Like, we talked to Jane. Jane, what's her last name? The rest of Patterson. Jane Patterson. Yeah, we talked to her. We did an interview with her a few years ago, and and that was when they. You know, she was the event director. She owned. I don't know if she was the owner of the event, but mm. she obviously worked for or was the owner of the event. And so, for them, a part of the, a, being appealing to Australian athletes to you know was to buy Kona slots. So mm. at that stage, when we didn't know that when we talked to her, that they actually race directors would buy slots. Mm. So I imagine at that stage you had to have a, a limited number of slots. So you may have to have had thirty slots to run an Ironman race but if you wanted to attract other athletes you'd get mm. 80 but the model seems to be changing whereas WTC owns the events now so the race director probably has no control over the amount of slots that they can get to their event the, mm. the WTC are going to say well for the, this event we're going to put this many slots here so they have a lot more influence over well I suppose they still have influence in the past but the distribution is definitely the, you know, the race directors aren't fighting for slots anymore well and with Ironman New Zealand now it sells out so they don't need that extra draw card the race is going to sell out regardless yeah, true. well it has done uh, so but if they, let, let's be honest the, the races let's be honest <laughs> the races are going to continue on okay so what's happening with the races is, is going to be pretty wicked so and they're going to keep on adding races mm-hmm. so unless they can have another day in Kona or increase the field size which is pretty unrealistic mm. There has to be races eventually without slots. Or do you only have one slot per age group? But even then, as you're saying... Even then, even then there's still 20, 20, 30 slots. And then if you want to have those championship races... At, at this stage, it's still just sustainable because if they reduce, reduce, keep reducing at a number of ones like Ironman New Zealand down to, say, 50 or 30, if they, uh, at other races around the world, they reduce them a bit, bolster them up at the regional championships, which it appears they are doing. Um, I think it'll be OK for, for a few more years. But, but if, if they keep rolling out, you know... Three, four, five new Ironmans a year, which is 
is sustainable, I think. Well, it's, it's, um, it's probably on the light side. Yeah, uh, it, it's, 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 there's only so many slots. So, But then the thing is with this model here is if you want to get to the regional champs, you've probably done pretty well on your own Ironman anyway, so you've probably got a slot. Uh, I, th- I think at the, at the smaller Ironmans, if, you, if you've only got one slot per age group, so and, so, and so maybe at the regional championships you might have But then, then six, the downfall seven. of that is, let's say, okay, so let's say I go to Ironman New Zealand and I win my age group. Because I did do that once, just yeah, yeah. Again. yeah. I don't want to go to regional champs. So then the regional champs aren't really representative of the, you know what I mean. Like I've got to go. Why would I go to regional champs? So then all the guys who have won the you know let's say within the ages specific Pacific, you've got you know six Ironman races that are kind of working towards Melbourne. Mm. So all the six champs, they're not going to go to Melbourne. So then Melbourne is not really a real championships. You can never have a perfect system. <laughs> but it's still, I like it. Are you wrong? Of, no, no. A lot of people, you've gone down the approach of, oh, I'm just going to take the easy victory. Well, but, no, but if I've won Ironman New Zealand, I've got a slot, why would I waste money going to Melbourne? But you know, that would be the next year because you wouldn't, you wouldn't be qualifying for Melbourne. You'd just have to do a certain time somewhere in your, say, three-year career to get on the start line for Melbourne. So you'd have to do, say, a sub- He's waiting. No, sub eleven hour Ironman to get there. So the next year you might go. Well, I've done the, I've done Ironman New Zealand. That was an easy victory. That's a hoax victory. It doesn't, <laughs> doesn't mean anything on my resume. But I'm going to go to the big Kahuna now, where I've got to take on everybody in the region and racing in a championship race. And, that, and for for a lot of pros, this is the way that they think: is yeah, I could go and do the cherry pick. I could pick up the easy win. But I want to go and race against the best. So that might be the culture that develops. Going well, if I want to test yeah, myself against pros all, for age groupers. Age groupers again. I want to go to Kona. They do, yeah. But but then it might be that if you're living in Australia or New Zealand, you might go, I can't afford to go to Kona, or I've been to Kona before. Um, I don't know. I, li- I like it. Well, like it. well, what we're going to do for this week's discussion, because Repstar, uh, we're only doing this because he's a champion. We, we just decided, you're right there? Yeah. <laughs> you're right. Good. <laughs> he's a Repstar champion, Ironman. Mm-hmm. The latest champion. Hole. Latest champion. Mm-hmm. He's, the first, he's the latest person to win an Ironman mm-hmm. in the world. You're a champ, Rapstar. So Rapstar, so we're actually going to make his point, the discussion of the week for this week. So how do you want to do this, John? What, what did I write down? Oh, I don't know. Let me have a look. Uh, hot topic of the week. Okay, this week, follow from Jordan Rapstar's comments on Facebook, would an Ironman World Championship out, outside of Kona work? Yeah. So the idea of having regional, making the regional champs yep. different Ironman World Champs. So I'm in Germany. In 2013, Ironman Germany is going to be the World Ironman Champs. Do you think it'll pull off? Do you think everybody would go and race that race? I think the other thing is, is would it really hurt Kona? Like, I think a lot of people from the outside are going, nah, Kona's Kona, everyone wants to do Kona. But if you turn up to Kona and, it, and it's a second-tier field, mm. it does take something away from it. A, l- a little bit, but I would... Maybe we'll save it till next week. But if, in cycling, let's say, Tour de France, World Cycling Champs. Yeah, but if... if, 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 if yeah, but if, if the Tour de France didn't have, you know, the top dudes there, and they still had the Tour and you had a chance to do it, would you want to go there? Mm. We'll talk about that next uh, week. We're getting deep, John. We're getting deep. So would Ironman World Champs outside of Kona still work? Kona would still happen and it would still be, yep. you'd be the Kona champion, but you wouldn't be the world title. And let's say that this other world championship would have really good prize really money well. as well. John, it's 50 minutes. Of just I knew it was going to be a big week. I knew it was going to be a big week. <laughs> this is the longest news section ever. That's okay. Okay, here's the music. Is 
Screw of the Week. I even did the Ian Mahatma Mackenzie. Yeah, Porno did that music, John, and uh, it's the Porno music, it's the groove theme. Yes. And you'd be pretty happy with Porno, you know why? Why? Because we're going down in a few weeks from now, John, and a few weeks ago you had a bit of a rant on the show about the Poms wanting to be the All Blacks. Wasn't happy. No, and, and never a win. Some people try to go. We want to be on. the All Blacks at the moment. Well, hey. lost two from two. No, but I think that's a good thing. Mm. Nobody's panicking too much. No, anyway, because it gives on, you sorry. a bit of mojo. You know, mm. you now go. Well, we're not as sharp as we need to sharpen up. Mm. Rather lose now than in the World Cup. Exactly. But anyway, it's not the point. We're going down to watch Argentina play. Or Argentina, even. Yeah, those guys too. Yeah. Um, play the Poms. <laughs> yeah. In Dunedin in a few and weeks. Who, and who are you going to support? Well, John, who do you think we're supporting? <laughs> the Poms. <laughs> you wear your all black jersey and you bloody be supporting them. <laughs> we're dressing all up in black. Yeah. No, we're going. We're doing the Argies, mate. And nice. we've, we're getting dressed up. And Porno, when he got us some wigs, and he's got us some gold wigs. Yeah. Yep, gold wigs. And so the wigs, he's got us. There's a few options. You can do the big, big, big hair. Nice. Or you can do the mullet. Yes. I think I had to go mullet because my nickname was Mully for a while, yes, wasn't it? Was. It was. Yep. So and then we've got T-shirts, and I have to buy the blue paint. Mm-hmm. We got a hardcore for the RGs. Mm-hmm. Bugger the Poms. I was, I was going to support the Poms. No, I was because I loved the Poms until they traded us. Um, got to learn some Argentinian. Learn the national anthem. Um, yeah, they've got a really good one, haven't they? Don't know. No, well, you know, like our national anthem is really boring. It is. It's like, yeah. It's a French one. Oh, is it? Okay. But, but I'm sure the RGs are good too. They grab their jersey. They're going to rip it off. We need to harden up us Kiwis when it comes to the National Anthem. Okay, age group of the week. John hasn't got his notes in front of me. Have you got net? No, not going to. Okay, let me point my notes. So it's my job. So Nemo um, Dory Branch sent through this one. She goes, I'd like to nominate Coach Patrick McCrane as age group of the week. Patrick is a triathlon marathon coach and a father of two beautiful daughters. Last year, while attending a camp to put on some, in some bike, big bike mileage in preparation for Ironman Lake Placid, he suffered a nasty bike crash resulting in a fractured clavicle and pelvis. His dreams for a PR at Lake Placid were put on hold and the new focus became simply learning how to walk. Whoa. You can read a bit about his struggle on his blog here. I'll put a link to that on www.imtalk.me. Just a little more than one year later, Patrick returned to Lake Placid stronger than ever and set a PR to a going sub-10 hours in a 9.56 to be exact, placing him fifth in his age group in of 35 to 39. Top of all of this, with the fact that Patrick has helped hundreds of other athletes, including his own wife, fulfil their dream of finishing an Ironman, and balances this with this being a fantastic dad to the two adorable little girls and two kitty cats. And you get what I think is the perfect candidate for a I am talk age grouper of the week. Nice work, Patrick. Actually, we've got an email through now. Maybe you could, so this person could talk to Patrick. Did you? Were you going to bring this? I'm going to bring this one up. We've got an email through. I haven't got the name here, which is really bad. Someone they were, they basically had an accident. They were hit by a car, mm-hmm. and they've got a couple of races coming up in a few weeks. I replied to him and said race. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, uh, he said he got knocked off his bike um, riding his bike. Yep. And I can't remember his name. I didn't put his name in the I notes. think I actually saw it in my. Uh, Here we go. Yeah, so he got knocked off his bike. He's got a couple of races coming up. He's a bit worried yeah, about it. His, his training's gone really well. Got knocked off his bike. Um, got a few scrapes and bruises, but, but okay. And he's got a marathon or something coming up. And he's thinking, should he wait a year? Should he wait a year? I said, bugger off. If you can train, if you can train and the, you're not uh, that injured, just get out there. You've got enough base under you. Not old Patrick McCrane. Patrick McCrane goes, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have some time off. But he couldn't walk, John. Right. That's wasn't the just scratches. That's the thing. If you, if you do get, if that did happen to you, if, you, if you've got to take a couple of days off training um, and then you're okay, then, then sweet ass. Fell off my bike and hit camp. Did you? Hobbled around for a couple of days. <laughs> what happened? You didn't tell me this. Why not? <laughs> what happened? You fell off your bike. Fell off my bike on the first day and knocked two people off. 
Um, and <laughs> amateur hour, whatever amateur hour, I was leading the whole group as well. Um, <laughs> Follow me on your leader. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we just had a little curb that was going onto a bike path and wasn't really concentrating. <laughs> Bang my now, but in the, in the, it was on the first day, the second day in the race, I was it was agony, but I knew it wasn't doing any harm. You knew it was behind you, it was just bruising. <laughs> Next day, it was a hobble thong again on the little run. Uh, daft that I knew it got a bit better. Daft that was sweet. So if it's just bruising, cuts and grazes, be weak. you're sweet. What you've got to be careful of is if you injure yourself and you're running on an injury and then you start favouring the other side majorly, and then you can problems, start yeah. to overcompensate a little bit. But if you take a couple of days off, you're not going to lose much fitness in a couple of days. No. That's so what if you take off it takes you to get back. Yeah. So you're going to lose two days, you're going to be back in two days. So anyway, Patrick had a pretty pretty tough year and yes. then turned his focus around, got back to being back on to training and then to come on and get a PB the next year. Mm-hmm. You know, it's pretty good because, you know, when you're going for that PB, you're pretty focused. Mm-hmm. And then for something like this, it can be pretty disheartening. But he used that focus to go, bugger this, I'm still going to put it out there. And he smoked it. And he nice smoked work. it. And he's got two adorable cats. Yeah, yeah. Love those cats. Daughters. Bugger the daughters. Cats. Yeah. Do you have cats? No. <laughs> Catch schmats. Uh, so, Patrick, you are uh, age group of the week. One, two, three, four. Half five. Well, if we cut webs out of the week for this week, we can maybe talk about that next week. It's a big um, one too, isn't it? Pull it up. I can't see it from there. Uh, what was your one? It's not coming up. It's uh, not. A PC. Gmail. Blah. When we go to Kona, I was telling John I'm thinking about buying myself a new computer because America's so much cheaper than New Zealand. Maybe you should buy a Mac when you're there, mate. And you have the CEO now. He's quit. Well, he's dying, John. Mm-hmm. Have you seen him? That's pretty sad. No, that's sad. It's very sad. Steve no. Jobs is like one of the greatest men of our time. Seriously. High five time. High five Seriously. time. Seriously. Oh, don't get me started, John. Don't get me started. Okay, this week's high five. Who we got? We've got... Um, How Tao. How Tao. This, this was a request put well, in by me. Well, John did his high five for riding up the hills. And, and, and How Tao sent me an email. It was quite funny because when he was riding up the hills, I think with you. Yes. He was listening to mm. your tips on riding up the hills. And he was doing it all wrong. <laughs> and he smoked you. He did. Totally smoked <laughs> he you. He did it all wrong. Uh, so he did his one. So, so this is an upgrade. No, this, no, this is not about. Um, this is more about. Can we make this bigger for you? No, I can read it from here. Really? About riding in the Alps and just some things to do with your preparation to make sure that you're ready for. Not the Alps, any big, big mountains, proper mountains, not just hills. Yeah, not a hill. What's the difference? Um, I don't know what difference is. There anything that takes Time? anything that takes longer than say half an hour to classify. Okay, so you don't have a mountain in Christchurch. No. No. Port Levy? No, it's a big hill. Okay, it's, it's a big hill. It's a big hill. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Not a maybe, maybe you should do uh, like a, uh, the rules. Because yeah. you've got your, your John's, what's your rule that you put out a few weeks ago? The three, the three day plan? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, no. Everyone liked it. I've got to tell you, I was about it. Was it about the marathon pacing? Yeah. Factor three. Factor three. Factor three. You need to write these things down. Anyway, how to uh, send this through. So first one is for, for going riding in big mountains, do your research. This is in the European mountains. Go to cycling-challenge.com for details of the climbs. Check out the distance and the elevation gain and take note of the gradient. Most are between 6 and 10%, but when they go over 11%, they get tough. Yes, they're on for a long time. Man. Use an altimeter as number two. It changes your focus of the climb. Without the gadgets, you quite um, you quite enjoy the flat bits, but you, if you know you have to hold 1,000 metres, then you want to uh, gain height as fast as you can. This makes the steep bits more rewarding, and you get annoyed with the flat bits and downhills. So true. We're in, when we're on the last climb of, uh, of Epic Camp, Everybody's looking at the altimeters. We thought we were at the top of the climb. We're going, we're only at like 820 meters here, and it looks like we're at the top. We've got, we've got to find another, um, you know, I think we had to go to about 
1,000 or 1,100 metres, yeah. we're going, what's going on here? And then we started going down and we're going, this isn't good, this isn't good, because we're going to have to go back up again and then we're going down, we're going down and then the, the Garmin beeps, we have to make a right hand turn off our descent and then go up this other flip uh, and climb. So totally true, yeah, knowing your, your altimeter, uh, mentally knowing, makes it, knowing yeah. what, alti- uh, what altitude you've got to get up to makes it good. Uh, use of signs, this is especially true on the major climbs. Uh, most climbs have kilometre markers and small flagstones. Uh, others have numbers on the road or yellow signs showing how far along the D road you are. Use them as lap times. Try to beat your last time for the last kilometre if you can. Sometimes the numbers may start at one or they may start higher and count down. Look for the first one at the base of the climb. Nice. Uh, carry enough water for the climb. Most ascents, ascents pass through villages which have flowing water wells near the roadside. Some climbs have them at the top. Do not rely on them unless you know the climb. You should never ditch your water bottle to save weight. You need to keep yourself hydrated as you will sweat a lot. Agree with that, but then you've got to be tactical as well. You don't want to be carrying extra weight up there. On the last climb of Epic Camp, I knew that. Oh, did you? Oh, tell me about it. One bottle. I thought one bottle. We've got to support because we had support crew at the top. I knew yeah, so one, you knew one bottle was going to be enough. Did you, was, it, was it a good tactic? You know, taking it, it out. It was a good tactic. I just had the one bottle. Who did you take out? Uh, oh, Everyone. Fourth, I think. Fourth up there, one. Nice. What was your best placing in a hill? Third. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, use your own climbing style. <sighs> Dow towel. No, no, you missed one. Five. Five. Use a buff uh, and head and cycling mitts. Uh, and a buff. A buff. How uh, uh, tall is one? It's like a, it's like the headband with a, a thing over the top. So bandana, oh, like a bandana, oh, bandana. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like a bandana. In yep. um, hot weather, sweat running down the face can affect eyesight. Sweat running down the arms can also cause sweaty hands when you need grip. Totally agree with that. I um, look like a dork on Epic Camp. <laughs> All the time. Oh, sorry. I had a, uh, a headband, like a you know, just like a, um, a real crappy headband, and it makes such a difference. Really? Just don't get any sweat going down your eyes. And it's amazing when you get to the top and you wring it out, the amount of sweat is just ridiculous. Well, the other thing is as well is if you've got um, sunblock on and you've bloody put it on your forehead, mm. you know, which you shouldn't do because you're an experienced athlete, but yeah. you know, you put you, you get sunblock in your eyes yes. and you know about it pretty quickly. Yeah, I don't know yeah. who's done that before. Yeah. <laughs> Use your own climbing style. Everyone has their own style, spinning or grinding you need to practice both climbs are so long that you'll need to break and stretch your back out and stretch out your hamstrings as you're usually climbing for over an hour make sure you are changing position to as you get to the top so true isn't it but it is and how has got a unique style um, <laughs> and, what and, tell he's us out, about it? and he's out of the seat basically the whole climb really? in fairly big gear like we did a 16k climb he was out of the seat the for, six, for 16ks really um uh, and that's a unique he doesn't sit down at all no that, wow. that's a unique style for most people, I would encourage you to, especially if you're inexperienced at climbing mountains, is to put it into pretty easy gear and just cruise your way up there because that easy gear will get progressively harder. Yeah. Once you've got lots of experience, fine, do your own style. But what a mistake a lot of people make, I think, is they, they do try to crunch it up to climb a bit. And uh, if you haven't done a, an hour, hour and a half climb before, it is a long way. It's a long time climbing, isn't it? Mm. Especially standing up. How tell you're an animal. Mm. Uh, number seven, carry a waterproof, a windproof jacket. Cold summits are normally 10 degrees cooler yeah. than the road below, and the sweating factor in and on you can get quite chilly. Very, very true. Very important on the descents as yeah. well. You know, Even like on really hot days. Yeah. You just you oh, no, when we went covered cold, in sweat. Cold tournament. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That was freezing at the top, mm. and it was a great day. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Number eight, if you see other riders on the climb, catch them, but pause before passing them. Go onto the big ring, then attack. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's not there to make friends. Show them who's boss, and they will be mega impressed, even if they're 70 years old. I'm sure there's your blasting past when they think, oh, that guy's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do a follow-up on uh, this for next week and some other tips on uh, riding the Alps and stuff as well. Got some additional things, but we've already been going for flipping ages, so mm-hmm. we're going to say how tell. Thank you for the content. Sponsor. And Athlinks.com. Athlinks this week is uh, nice and active on, on Facebook. So, what we want you to do is to go onto the Athlinks page or just be on Facebook and give them the I like. So, then you can uh, you can get the update from them. They've also got on the Athlinks site at the moment. I think it finishes I've been, I've been talking about this over the last few weeks, John. Have you? Yeah, yeah, about the Mecca, the, the complex. And I thought it was a bit of a joke, to be honest. But then I've got quite a few emails from people saying they love them for recovery. Mm-hmm. I have never used them. So I've I used one once, but I, it was, yeah, I can't. But I know a number of people do use them and they do do like them. Um, and you get, if you go to athletes.com, you get 10% discount using the well, code you go to athletes. I think it is. Well, they, if you go to athletes.com, you click on the... Uh, so, yeah, click, uh, get on the um, Athletes Facebook page. Give them an I like. They're bloody good supporters of the show. And what it enables them to do, obviously it means that you can get updated from Athletes on, on everything that's going on, any updates on the site, any interesting news. But also it's good for them in terms of uh, current sponsors to get Mecca. Quite a significant amount. I haven't got any idea what, but I would say it'd be fairly significant. Really? It's interesting how it's all changed in the last 12 months. Is this, uh, oh, the year before, was so it, was, it was growing yeah, yeah, everywhere. Such suckers, everywhere. You win Tona, everyone wants to be you. Yeah. I remember Malina said that to me when we were out training one day. He said, you know, when you're winning, they love you. When you're not, no one knows you. Exactly. Yeah. So go on to ethics.com, uh, get onto their Facebook, Facebook page, give them an eye lock. Which is really cool, is that they actually put content on there as well. It's not, mm. you know, like a lot of if you do the I like the businesses, they just end up promoting their crap to you. Mm. You know what I hate is when people go on your wall and promote their crap on your wall. Yeah, just don't delete do it. it off. Don't, yeah, well, I know, but it's, it's, just, a hassle. it's your time. Mm. You know, don't do it. Mm. But anyway, athletes.com don't do that. They just send out information. That you can, they have good stories and stuff on their Facebook page. So get on there, then you can do it. And remember, always check out the... Go to, although, you know, Facebook is good, go to the athletes page because they're always great deals. They've always got Nino, Vito, Vital... You know, this complex system, the athletes, t-shirts. But also, at the end of the day, it's a great place to track your results. Athletes yeah, t-shirts apparently just coming out. I'm not sure if you can still order them up, but only 22 bucks US for a quality looking t-shirt. I know, and I was saying this last week. See, John, you're saying your stuff up, and he says, Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. I, sh- I should listen to the show. You <laughs> <laughs> should listen to what you have to say. How often do you listen to the show? Very rarely. Yeah, I listen to that once every kind of six months, just to make sure the yeah. quality is okay. Yeah. Or, or if I know something that's really funny happened, I'll probably check it out. I'll show Joe. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. But but we're, we're experiencing the show. That's right. Yeah, so it's not like we don't we'll know what's happening. We're loving it. Okay, then, um, questions and answers. We will just mention website. We're not going to do it in detail, but Torsten on his... Uh, well, on we will next week, but won't we? No, we'll just mention it now because it's... Um, so you don't want to kind of do a breakdown? Okay, we'll do it next week. Well, no. We'll give no, it a like, No. We'll go to Torsten's website. He's got some analysis on the KPR... System, Predictions uh, for Kona, really, isn't it? Uh, well, it's more how the KPR system has worked, so we'll discuss that next I week. I haven't looked at it. Is it good? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, that's why you made it weird side of the week, isn't it? Mm, that's yeah. right. Okay, questions and answers. James Botel has sent through an interesting one, saying... Uh, this is really about Natasha Badman. So when you win Kona, you get a five-year exemption from having to, to qualify. So you can just do an Ironman, which means you are qualified. Mm. And what they've done with Natasha Badman, they've given her a, uh, I think it's a one-year extension on that. Because she's been injured. Because she's been so injured. And, and a big part of that injury happened in Kona when she got knocked off, when she either rode into an official or rode into a road cone or something like that. So they've given her a one-year extension, which I think is good because she's been an awesome oh, she's been opponent champion. Time. Is it six times? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. Six? I'm pretty sure it's they said six. 
and then pull out. You keep talking. It is. I mean, I, I th I'm more than happy for them to make special exemptions for, for people like Natasha Batman because she has been a Kona legend. She's, well, she is, but I'm just trying to say, I remember reading the article and thinking she's, well, I could be wrong, but she's won it a few she's times. She's won it several, several times. Six sounds a lot, but uh, she has won it several times, and she's been on the podium lots as well. Yeah. So good on them for offering her exemption. Sounds like she's not going to be there this year, um, by the sound of it. And to be honest, she's probably not going to be competitive but next race, year. But uh, she she did get she did race Ironman South Africa. So who knows? Well, we'll find out, John. We'll, we'll find out. We don't interview with her if she's there. Yeah, it'd be great to get her. Yes. Okay then. Um, Paul here's with. Um, he's the race director of uh, Monster Racing. They gave us a slot for our yep, our first options. Race. They had their the Monster Middle. Distance race in Alien in the UK. Job. They had over 300 athletes. The winner was Sam Gardner, who's a pro, and in four hours and two seconds. Oh, he just missed the four hour barrier. First in the females was Lucy Gossage in 4.18. So good on them. Great race all around. Monster Great racing. Race. Check them out next year. Yeah, check them out. And then James Spencer said um, uh, post Ironman of Kona injuries. He's talking about Ironman. Iron Band was an interview, we, we haven't never interviewed them, but they're all, they brought out an album a few years ago, mm -hmm. and about and it's all specific to Iron Man athletes, there's a few inside jokes, John, it's actually a bit of an inside album, mm -hmm. but Iron Band had brought out a new album, right. and the great thing about it, John, mm -hmm. is it's free. And it doesn't mention Iron Talk? Yeah, I think they probably should do that, they'd be wiser than really, because then we'd probably put it on the show. Yeah. Iron Band, you'll probably hear about this, let us know if we can put one of your songs on the show. Mm. I'm sure they won't mind, because they give them away for free anyway. Yeah. So if you want to check that out. And it's, it's all in pretty good humour, John. Is it? Yeah, it's all in pretty good humour. Nice. Yeah, write a song about us, Iron Band, that's your next, your, for your next album. Write a song about us. See, look at this. They got. That's right. Starting today, you can download this new album, No Sleep Till Kona, from free directly from our website. So free, yes, free. There's 16 new songs for free. Or zero cents divided by 16 is well zero cents per song. And what they've interestingly done, their, their logos, Iron Band, and they haven't done the M dot. They've done the I dot and the, the A, A dot. dot. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so check, check, check it out. We'll put a link to that on www.iamtalk.me. And I, I did check a couple of quick things in there. One thing I do want to say is Belle Fong, I'm going to put Facebook right now, Belle Fong, <coughs> good friend of the show, um, whoops, Facebook, um, keep talking, tell me something funny, John. Well, I was going to go to my Facebook page as well and see a few other comments that people have made on there. Okay, you do that um, one, Belle Fong. Belle Fong, okay, here we go. Belle Fong, look at this, John. Yep. I was on Facebook the other day, and she may have the best race shot of all time. Look at this, she's in a race. And pulls out that during the race. Oh, yes. So, John, I think we should almost have a challenge. Now, Albert, you may have to sponsor us with some coffee with this one that you can send out to a listener. We'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah. We'll coordinate it. But th this could be the best. You know, it's not the finish line shot. No. Okay. You know, mid, you see mid race. Mid, mid race. race. She's jumping in the air. She's got the foggonator on her t shirt. She's got the yellow socks. She's, she's happening. Yeah. The girl behind her looks and this girl's crazy. In pain. In pain. And it's just great. And I, I just want to think that maybe over the next year, so Albert, you've got plenty of time to prepare for the yeah. coffee. Yeah. Over the next year, who can get the in race best photo? Okay. You get what I mean? Yeah. So it's not the, 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 the finish line shot. I could beat that one. I did a downward dog pose in the middle of a race <laughs> once. <laughs> Why did you do a downward dog? In front of my yoga instructor. What do you mean? The yoga instructor was there. He was watching the race. It was in Sumner. He was just sort of watching on the Esplanade. Yeah. And it was a f it was like the corporate triathlon or something. Like we're, we're, we're nowhere and there's nobody around. And so I just did a downward dog pose in front of him in the middle of the race. Did you win? 
You lost by two seconds. No, lost by two seconds. But Bell Fong, that's uh, that's outstanding. So that's going to be that's going to be this week's photo on the website. Mm. But I think we should have an annual best photo event. Okay. Now, I'll I'll let you coordinate that one. (laughs) (laughs) Coordination. But if you want to start putting put them on our Facebook page, yes. Maybe we could. Yeah, because we don't have that many photos on our Facebook page. So tag yourself. Yes. And I am talk. And then next this time next year, yes, we'll get some coffee. Yes, there you go. Coffees of Hawaii. Okay, so that's very good from Bao Fong. Um, what else have we got here? Um, oh, the Legends logos. We've had a few people send through logos, oh, yes. Legends. We've got some really great ones coming through. We'll maybe give another week. Yes. Yep. We, did you get the email from yes, Michelle with the website? Yes, yep, yes. Great. So uh, we're probably going to have the website happening in the next couple of weeks. So if, if you do want to get a logo, we, we like we really like the ones we've got coming through. But if you want to check your kind of your bit in the pie, um, that'd be really great. We, I'm talk Legends of Triathlon. Yep. Will be happening. Soon-ish. Sometime soon. Have we sorted out that first interview yet? I've got it sorted, but just when, when we're going to do it. And uh, maybe, maybe we could almost launch it in Kona. Well, John, what I want to know is, you've got Hamish Carter coming down for the Triathlon Awards, haven't yes, you? Yes, Why don't we do one with him? Because he doesn't do any media for Triathlon. I'll look into it. Because we can hook up at his hotel. He's, he's, I think he's staying in Kashmir. Oh, he's my neighbour. Mm. He can come here. I'm, pick, I'm picking him up on Friday, so uh, I will see what we can do. Yeah, because he'd be a great interview. Mm. And like, you don't really read much. Like, I know he bought his book, mm. but you don't. You know, he's not like someone who kind of stayed, stayed in the sport afterwards, mm. is he? He's mm. kind of gone on and created another life. Um, Tim Heming, Heming from the, I think it's the Sun. Mm-hmm. I do like Tim because he's good at getting a triathlon into the big media, which is great. But he wants us to go to the Olympics, right? So maybe we, that could be next year's fundraising event. Would you want to go to the Olympics? I would want to go, but I've got to get leave passes. Come on, to the Olympics, mate. Yeah. Come that, on. That doesn't matter. The kids don't care if it's the Olympics or not. Belinda's still got to sit at home No, but they can watch them. TV and you go, your dad's there. Yeah, you you can negotiate that one for me. James Botel's got... Um, now, James Botel, we love that you love the show so much, but I think this is showing your obsession rate to the highest level. Watch mm. this, John. So James Botel sent through. He only gave himself a 3 out of 10 for this one, and to be honest, I think he gets a 10 out of 10. So... What James does is, is, is he comes along and he, he puts he, he's awesome at giving us content and he always gives himself a ranking out of 10 and this one he gave himself 3 out of 10 but John if you watch the first few seconds of this you'll watch and you'll see something I have not watched this yet Okay, watch quite this, watch exciting this. I think I know it's sort of what happened Welcome to On Assignment Ironman Lake Placid I'm Dave Erickson and this is your 2011 Watch the very start someone walks by Okay they're in the water very good Good Nice Watch this Iron Talk nice. Jersey, yeah, about that. <laughs> nice. So Iron Talk, Iron Man does videos, promotions for their races, obviously. It was, it was Lake Placid 2011 swim course preview. Yeah, and um, so. and and someone was walking by. You don't see their top half, but they're walking no. by with their bike. And what have they got on, John? An Iron Talk Jersey, very nice. Love their work. And good old uh, James the Wise One Botel actually saw that and mm. he sent it through to us. So I'll put that on the website as well so you guys can go and just see our Iron Talk Jersey. Nice. So whoever that was... Well, there was probably a 5,000 jerseys at the race, but... Could well have been. Yeah, so probably yeah, probably hard to tell, but whoever it was, we love your work. Lastly, we had Chris Jensen on the show last week, mm-hmm. Triathlete Mind. He sent me through the affiliate link um, that we're going to put on our website, so if you want to get his book or some of his stuff, yep. we'll put that on our website. We get a bit of a cut back from that. Yep. So go do it. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> go do it. <laughs> um, last sponsor, John? No, we've done them all. No, we haven't. With the love for coffees, coffees of Hawaii. Hawaii. Well, we, we must have missed something off the show in there. No, you did. No, no, I did not. Okay, let's, no, have let's have a scroll through. Okay. Sponsor? Extreme Endurance. Sponsor? Sponsor. Oh. Coffees of Hawaii. Should have done it after Age Group of the Week. Fault. It was my fault. It was your so, bad. My bad. Oh. I hate you, that when well, they say that. Why? 
it just annoys me. So we're going to Kona this year. But John, I was listening to something because there's a new director of the Oxford Dictionary, mm. or I think one of the big dictionaries, and he's you and young age, and he said, if people understand what you mean, that's English. Mm. So my bad, you know what I mean, don't you? I don't, I don't, I don't have a clue what you're talking about, but we're going to Kona this year. We are, and, John. Um, I'm loving it. A lot of you also might be going to Kona. You may even want to come Do you know what you should do? Even if you're not racing, year. just come. Yeah, or do all come on my camp next year. <laughs> okay. Last week of May. How many people How many people are you taking? Uh, we'll take 20. How many you got? Uh, well, I haven't confirmed anything yet. I'm just, I'm just waiting to confirm the accommodation so I can confirm the price. But Lots of interest? There's a, a, a steady amount of interest. It's, what it's kind of price gonna, range are you looking at? It's going to be about two grand US, okay, including, that's, that's and including accommodation, um, food, basically, including everything once you, you're there. Guys, you think, you know, for some people might go, 2,000 US, that's steep. You know what? You, it's, it's actually not. Because when you go overseas for a holiday, I always think 100 bucks a day. Yeah. You know, and that's just for the things you do outside of the hotel. That's not including your yeah. hotel, you know, and all that kind of stuff. So really, if you go overseas for a holiday, you're looking for around 200 bucks a day. Mm. I always forget. Mm. Now, your camp's probably, what, about seven days? Seven days long. So you're looking a little bit more than 200 bucks a day, but you can so much more for mm. it. Like, it's, you're it's actually, mate, you should be charging 10. It's going to be good times. So I have it confirmed, in, hopefully, in the next couple of weeks. Uh, but if you're keen, just pop me an email and put you on the list, and then when I've got the price and everything confirmed, but it's going to be last week of May and next year, finishing with the Kona 70.3 on June 2nd. But if you are going to Kona, and we haven't done this, so we're, we're, we're Molokai. The pictures on the website looks awesome. Um, looks amazing. So Molokai is where the coffees of Hawaii is brewed. And uh, I went to visit Molokai website, and it looks marvellous. It looks nice and quiet. You know, you go to Honolulu, and it's... Um, Pretty, pretty busy. Well, John, listen to this. After many, many weary travellers have been revi- revealed by a coffee bar, after hiking up the Kala Upa Pa Trail, <laughs> I don't got know if I got that one right. <laughs> the trail here being just a few miles from our plantation, and after driving all over the sunny island all day, you'll be find salvation drinking a special maca mama. We provide sandwiches to and snacks. I'm quite, proud, quite proud of our gift shop. They are they're quite proud of it. Yeah. Everything in it is of highest quality and authentically Hawaiian. Our coffees of Hawaii, Molokai Plantation is located on the town of. Oh man, it's like Maori language, isn't it? We should we should know Maori. Yeah, I, someone else gave me a hard time about that. Someone wasn't very culturally sensitive of me. Kala Palau um, on Farrington Highway, quite visible from the Route Four Seven O. We're open six a.m. to five p.m. weekdays. And on the weekends as well. So if you're looking to extend things a little bit, to be to be honest, uh, in Kona, there's not that much to do. No, there's yeah. really not. Uh, you know, you can go up to the uh, the volcanoes. volcanoes. You can go up to the uh, <laughs> up to the the observatory. Um, but once you've tapered into the race, you know, you've done. There's, there's hardly any beaches and stuff. So yeah, it's cool. Go and do all that stuff. But if you want to extend things, but maybe look into Molokai and go get yourself a bit of coffee while you're over there. John, I'm thinking about adding a couple of days to the trip. Yep, go for it. At the end of the trip. Okay. Yeah. I'm not. Well, because I've had a holiday this year. Okay. Have you had a holiday this year? Well, it depends if you classify Epic Camp as a holiday. Uh, well, not really, but... um. Do you think Kona's a holiday? No, not really. No, because we work our butts off, eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm thinking I might do it. Okay. Just a couple of days on the beach. Read okay. my Kindle. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. That's good. So, anyway. so, but if you're going over there, check out coffeesofwai.com. Obviously, uh, if you want to buy your coffee, go on there, use the, the codes, which you can get via our website, uh, and just check it out for some holiday options. It'd just be cool to go see how it's all done. Hmm. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Coffees of Hawaii sponsors are coffeesofwaii.com. Go out, check out the beans. Extreme endurance. Um, wait for the new drink, John. And athletes.com. Just like them because they like you.
right. That's right. Because we like each other in this community of ours. Okay, John, what, what else we got here? Got anything else? No, gossip. That's it. Tell that's me your gossip. Uh, oh, it wasn't too bad. One, we'll be about one twenty-three. Yep, yep. Uh, gossip. What's the gossip, John? You got uh, back from Belinda. Was a bit tired. She wasn't too bad. Um, we got back on Wednesday, and then uh, I did exceptionally well. Well, back it up meals on the plane. Well, no, on the way over I did well on meals on the plane. On the way back, exceptionally I, 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 well. I, I, What's I, exceptionally well, John? Well, exceptionally well is when you get on your two long haul flights. So we have a flight. Uh, Who'd you fly? Uh, BA, BA and Qantas, um, <coughs> and so two long haul flights, which was London to Bangkok, Bangkok to Sydney, four seats. You got four seats, both flights. Both flights. How'd you do it? Did you do last man on the plane strategy? Last man on the plane <laughs> yes. strategy. That was a. That's a great strategy. So didn't uh, I just uh, I walked straight past my seat where I was supposed to be sitting, <laughs> and uh, went straight to the back of the plane, and there was a, a four seat. And I said, uh, sit in the middle. Sit in the there middle. Were people hovering, eyeing it there, up. There people hovering around, going, "Oh, if nobody sits here, I'm going to go and have that." I thought, "That's mine, baby." Last man on the plane. It's a gold strategy. It is a gold strategy. If I've contributed anything to this world, John, mm. it's that last man on the plane yeah. strategy. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. So and it's so much life is better when you got the whole four seats, isn't it? Was good. Yeah. So I did get a few bonus meals when I felt it was appropriate. Um, Both flights, John. Both flights. I think that's unprecedented. <laughs> that's I've done one flight, but you always have the second flight where you got one person. And next the flight year. was fairly full. Wow. So I was pretty happy with that. Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't anywhere near where I was supposed to be sitting. <laughs> so that was good. You walk past your own seat for a bit of guilt, don't you? Yeah. And then you go, "No, but I got yeah. four seats." And the, the, I didn't actually notice when I walked past the, the lady that was sitting there was fairly large yep. so it may not have been the most pleasant flight um, so that was good came back and then had to when someone's fairly it. large John I know it's a hard subject to talk about but when they come into your can do you give them the bump just so they know just a gentle little elbow yeah it's like it's a hard to, you you've, know, got, like, you've got to claim the armrest or, early you've got to claim it early I don't wonder if they have the armrest but don't come into my space yes yeah that's what I struggle yes. with yep. just you know came back and then uh, the weekend we had the final race of the JD duathlons uh, so I had to get off my butt and organise that and that How was, it good. Uh, was pretty good. Yep, nice. Good turnout. Uh, reasonably, reasonably good turnout. We, we, we inflated our expectations a little bit based off the earlier races, but, but compared to last year, it was really, really good. Yep. So overall, very successful series. Great. And, but when we were flying back, both Melina and I just said, oh, of course. So what, Melina didn't get four seats? Uh, Melina went to his own seat. <laughs> Amateur. Amateur. He should be experienced. He things. should know that. How long have you been listening to this show, Melinda? I've always talked about last week on the plane. You are right? But we both had a bit of a tickle. I had a tickle in my what, throat. What, you tickled Melinda? No, I had a tickle, oh, had a tickle in up. my throat. Pack it up. You did share the four no. seats. Uh, and that tickle has slowly evolved into a decent cough and cold now. Uh, Frustrating. Because you, you email me going, I'm going to be swimming in the morning. Well, that's my new... I've got my moment. I want to capitalise on this eight days of training I've done in France. It doesn't make up for a year of not biking, but it gives me that little boost to get my ass into gear. And yep. uh, it's been and then thwarted. So, sick, but I'm okay. And then Hamish Carter's coming this weekend. So oh, this weekend he's coming? Mm, this weekend. Oh, so we'd have to do it this weekend? Yeah. Oh, I can't do it. Oh, okay. But you could do it. I'll hook it up. No, we both need to do it. We'll hook it up. I'll hook him up with it. Do hook you. him up because I think it'd yeah. be awesome. Yeah. Because yeah. he, he's like old school days and he's mm. an Olympic champion and, mm. you know, and, and, and you know, like the, the legends of triathlon isn't Ironman specific. No. So. Um, we go anywhere. Yeah. We, <laughs> there's no rules, mate. The rules are the end of rules. What movie's no rules. that? Come on, John. Come on. I'm not A team. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was Greece. Um, Did you yeah, like Greece? Greece was good. Greece was good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and he's in the car and they're doing the race at the end. He yeah. goes, the yeah. rules are. What was the guy with like acne? You remember? 
Uh, I tell you what, is who's the main guy? Um, John Travolta. Yeah, he's now the voice of Qantas. You get on there. Hi, I'm John Travolta. I've been flying for over forty years. Oh, really? And if I wanted anybody to be in charge of this plane, it would be a Qantas pilot. Yeah, really. Yeah. You just paid him a lot of money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, Bevan, that, um, other than that, nothing much exciting happening in my world. Bevan, what about you? Well, yep, lots. No conflict in the house yet? Have you had any big arguments oh, about... No big arguments, but there's been a couple of days where you're not sure, you know? Yeah, yeah. We just about broke up. No, Feel, Feeling no each break. other out a bit? No, you kind of... It's funny, when we first moved in, because Joe and I bought... We didn't live together, so we bought this house together, and we didn't live together. Crazy. First moved in, you're kind of trying to find how your routine works, because we mm-hmm. both had these very kind of... We saw each other a lot, but then we had our own individual life. So you had this kind of, you know, and then the bit, I'd want to play my piano at night, but then obviously I was meant to be spending time with Joe. So mm. you kind of figure that stuff out. So that, you know, at first it was a little bit there, and then we found our mojo. And then last week I was very busy and I wasn't home much. So then, you know, mm. we had to find my mojo. So yeah, we're fine, yeah. JBA yet? Probably, what's JBA? Joint bank account? Well, yes. Oh, JBA. Yeah, yeah. But not completely. We've kind of gone half and half. Mm. So JBA towards probably 70 percent of things, and then mm. still got a little bit on the side. Mm. But I like the idea of going not full. fully committed. Yeah, I want to go full. Oh, you do? Yeah, totally. Because I, I kind of think if you're going to live together, you are one. Right. Why would you have separate lives? Okay. You know, you, we've made this commitment to each other. I'll bring so, that up with Joe next time I see her. Yeah, so I know she's keen. It's, it's just it's a work in progress. Right. You know, you don't, you don't want to rock the boat too much. Yeah. You know, yeah, just okay. get in the water, dip your feet yeah, in, yeah, you know, yeah, make it happen. Yeah, yeah. It's your birthday today, John. Ah. Yeah. Your birthday last week, wasn't it? I saw it on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, I didn't get any message from you. No, you didn't. <laughs> With the love. No, you, you didn't. You saw it. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you didn't give me a message. Blinkers. Oh. I think I sent you an email. Oh, no, I, I teached you on your birthday. You wouldn't have known if it hadn't. That's the thing. That's the thing with these Facebook and Skype and all that. It reminds you John, of somebody's birthday. Your birthday's in my calendar. Well, no. <laughs> See, if, you if, if you need to be reminded by something like that, then... Uh, yeah, no. Takes two seconds to say happy birthday. Right. Happy birthday. Don't worry, you're not you're not Back alone. To me. You're not alone. You're not alone. <laughs> so um I'm gonna buy her. Belinda might get a happy birthday this year if she's like if she plays a card <laughs> if she plays a cards right. <laughs> <laughs> How much did you spend on Belinda for her birthday? I haven't got it yet, but I know what I'm getting, but I'm not telling you because she loves to spoil surprises. <laughs> When's her birthday? Twenty eighth of September. <laughs> How much do you think about Broad range. I suppose if you say a price, oh, it'll be sort of. I think it'll be about one fifty something. I'm like going that. double that, John. <laughs> I know. I know. You're in a different stage, though, me. Why? Because I'm so early. You want the longer you stay together, the yeah, just less you spend. <laughs> Diminishing returns. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get her. Well, she'll get them. I can talk about it because she'll get them by the time this shows out. I'm going to get her GHDs. The hell is GHDs? John, you don't know what GHDs are. GHDs. Okay, yeah. have a guess. It's to do with personal grooming. Are they uh, hair straighteners? Yes, John. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That's Is Belinda got hair straighteners? No. She's got straight hair. Oh. Yeah. But so's Joe. Hmm. Do you think it's such a good present now? <laughs> no, no, because he's got hair straighteners. Maybe she straightens it. Yeah. Maybe that's curly. Let's hope that they're not the ones that set her hair on fire. No, no, the GHTs are like the, the Mercedes Benz. Yeah, you didn't get them from $1 shop and... Uh, no, no, because she's got ones that are pretty cheap. And no, no, mm. Joe, my Joe's lovely. And the thing about Joe is she doesn't like spending, like, she doesn't like buying really nice stuff for herself. Mm. And so it's quite easy buying presents for her because you just buy the high quality stuff for her mm. and whatever it is that she likes. So going to do that. Yep. Mm. Going out for lunch with her today, John. Just nice. romantic lunch. And then yep. tonight with the parents and law. Nice. nice. Do you get along with the parents and law? Do you go out for yeah. dinner around this much? Mm, we go around there a fair bit. Yeah. When we need a bit of babysitting. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> you go. Oh, we to, oh, we We're out of here. You. We love seeing you, but by the way, yeah. we're leaving. Goodbye. Um, went to a comedy thing the other night. Right. In New Zealand. In New Zealand. This is pretty cool, actually. In New Zealand had, um, um, what they have, they because of the earthquake, they've been mm-hmm. putting all these functions for their staff members. Mm-hmm. It's been really good. They had concerts and stuff, and they had this. Have you watched that program, Seven Days? Yep. Yeah, so I had most of the comedians from that doing right. a show, and it was very good. Comedi- have you been to much comedians? Not as much. No, not as much uh, as I probably should have. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get out bit. much? No, we don't get out much. Two kids, you don't get out. <laughs> so that was very good. And other than that, John, my get up to five is blowing the borders. Right, nice. Uh, yep, we doubled our sales expectations, so nice. we're very excited, and we start training my get up to five crew, and I'm so excited because we're going to create real change for these people, so very excited. Other than that, John, not much. That's it. Yep. Iron Russ. I'm Endo. Train hard. Train smart. Kick a car.